Hey man, welcome man to the midweek edition to Pandemonium. This is gonna be episode number ten. Uh, I thought I was gonna have an off week. I really, really didn't plan on doing anything this week. I was gonna let everybody enjoy their holidays, but of course, tragedy happens again. Uh, we mad again. We angry again. We sad again. And this is gonna be an outlet for us to get together and talk uh, talk together, man. Get together and just have some some conversation, some more conversation. You know, we touched on we touched on this a couple of weeks ago with uh Aubrey uh Amar Aubrey situation. Now we back here with George Lord, man. Um but before I um get started here today, uh the city of Montgomery received some bad news this evening and there's no way I can do this podcast without saying Rest in peace to Port Chop, Jamar Smith. He was a local athlete, hell of an athlete here, man. Graduated um, this year from Lee High School. Was going on to play football at UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham, man. Um, tragic situation that happened with him today. Unfortunately, you know, praying out for his family, praying out for his mom, who I know his mom was all, all Port Chop. She loved him to death. And I can't even imagine the pain that she's going in, the grieving. So we definitely just want a moment of silence for Port Chop, man. You know, one of the better athletes to ever come through Montgomery, period. You know, so we just hold off one second for Port Chop. All right, man. Um, hug your kids tonight, man. That's what I can tell you, man. My daughter was friends with Port Chop, and you know, we just had a tough conversation with her earlier. Then she just left here, um, so I can just hug and embrace her, man. Just sad situation. All right, let's go. So we got George Lords in Minnesota, Minneapolis, who was murdered by a police officer sitting on his neck. Just basically had his knee in the back of the neck while he's screaming out that I can't breathe. And he's letting you know that he can't breathe and that he's hurting. He's screaming out that you're going to kill me. And the guy with his knee in the back of his neck with him pressed to the ground with his hands in the pocket, just looking at the guy. And this went on for seven minutes. Seven whole minutes that we had that that guy had to sit there with his face to the ground in pain, knowing that this was going to be it. Um, the cops have all been fired, but last time I checked before I got on, no charges have been brought up against them. We've seen the mayor speak out, saying you know he hoped that charges be brought about. But once again, we don't have any charges yet. Um, I don't know what's going on again. You know, I guess it's the due process, if you want to say that. And we're still waiting. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Adriana, you're right. Let me not leave, um, leave out that he was on the ground with in handcuffs, which which makes it even worse to say the least. So now we're sitting here with a black man 
with his knee in the back of his neck, not able to breathe, and handcuffs. So you had him in restraints enough. And you chose to, to put your knee with your hands in your pocket, back of his neck, for seven whole minutes. So this guy basically died. You murdered him, whatever the police officer's name is. I, I, I ain't even get the name. And now we're here. We're angry again, man. Um, we at a point that we just keep asking questions. What can we do as a community? How can we get get past this? How can we stop this? Um, what is it going to take from the white community? What is it going to take from the black community? What is it going to take for our community for these things to start happening? Um, Nick coming in saying it's going to get to a point where people are going to start relying on street justice. And I agree with you because the the the, the um, topic has been brought up that instead of sitting there and recording the acts, do you actually just try to help? And then, of course, you know, if you go try to help, that may be two people dead now instead of just one. But. Are we just sitting around just recording this? I don't, I don't know anymore, man, because in this situation, what if I was just able to go through the police officer and just push the guy off? You know, you know, it, it, that could have possibly saved a life. I probably got um, bruised or whatever, but beat by the police. But. At least we would say the life. I got some, you know, some marks on me, but you know, I'm gonna go to jail. But is it worth saving that saving that guy's life? Um. So, you know, it's just so. What what are we supposed to do? Basically, what are we going to do in these situations to stop this man? This this is just 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 been. It's just too much. And I agree, CJ. You know, it would have been too dead. Um, possibly too dead. Um, they would have shot me the most definitely, probably most definitely. But man, we just it's just hard to sit around and, and just do nothing. Just we we basically you sat around, you recorded this man death. And unfortunately, the dumbass police officers. Sat down, watched too. So tell me this: When are the blue people, police officers? When are y'all gonna say, "Hey, man, that's enough. You're doing too much. You can't tell me four of y'all out there that somebody couldn't look and say, "Hey, man, we got him in handcuffs. Get off him." There's no way you can't tell me that you 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 can't do this. Um, it just it just I don't know. And then somebody come in. Oh, that's mine. I'm sorry. Uh, agreeing with Ricky Smiley. Don't try the case on the sidewalk. Uh, you right. Don't try the case on the sidewalk. But. We at a point where we're not doing this and we're not stopping it on the sidewalk and it's not stopping it in the courtroom. 
So we're not winning nowhere. We're not winning in no situation. Um, Courtroom, street justice, right now we're not winning. We're not winning at all. And how can we change this, man? It's, It's time for us to, like, we need a win. You know, let me go back. Um, coming in, Lynn Cobb saying, sadly, we can't stop this. White folks and other races have to speak up. They're never going to listen to us. Hey, I've been preaching that um, on my podcast since I started it. It's, it's time for white people to stick up. We got Rajetta saying, does the community have a larger standard to uphold than the other trained officers? That's a good question. I wish we had police officers to come on. The cops have to be more into the communities, being familiar with the people, enough to react differently. Jamie, you're right. Uh, we, you would like to see more of our faces that's from that community patrolling our community. But the sad situation is with that is that, of course, police officers have a stigma on it. Uh, that that our community, I'm going to say we created it, but we have a stigma that, you know, of course, you don't want to grow up to be a police officer and, you know, the whole snitching and the whole ordeal with that. So we're not going back to be police officers and we're definitely not going back to the community we grew up grew up in. Um, white people have to step up. They know the injustices we face. They have to step in and they're witnesses, witnessing it. Yeah, you're definitely right about that, Shirley. They have to speak up at this point. Um, I said a couple of podcasts ago that you can no longer be my friend if you're not speaking up for me. Don't be silent doing this, but you have to speak up. It's a must. There's no way you can sit there and say this is this is good and or, or be quiet on this matter. But if you if you try to if you try to justify this in any kind of way, man, I'd better for you just to shut the heck up. Don't. Try to justify this. Seeing a comment today on somebody else's post. A white lady saying her son her son was a police officer. And she said in that situation, one time her son was arresting somebody. And he had to get stitches off his, in his ear because, you know, doing the, they're doing the altercation. Lady, you talking about a couple damn stitches in the ear when we talking about lives being lost. There's no way you could equate the two. So let's stop. And I just commented under her post and said, it's okay not to say nothing. Because obviously, you didn't know what to say in this situation. So it's okay not to say anything. Let me go to um, Dr. Taylor. Of course, hold on. Of course, I'm saying this from afar and I'm watching it on video, but this was my prevailing thought. I would have had to just rush the cop and try to knock him off. At least while they're dealing with me, his knee would have been off the man's neck. And Doc Taylor, that's was really was my thought as well. Like you just rush, push, and then you immediately know what's gonna happen to you. And maybe you can try to do put yourself in a position where you don't get hurt. You know, tough situation, man. I see this uh uh uh. Uh, a post uh, well, on another post, it might have been on my post today. What guy said that um, you can't like that they feel that we are at war and we can't be scared of the consequences of war. <clears throat> kind of got a point there, too. 
Got my boy B by battalion coming in. All four should be charged with murder. They are supposed to serve and protect, not subdue and murder. I admit. <clears throat> Definitely agree with that 100%. <clears throat> Hold on just a second, y'all. Then we got Taylor coming in, Yvonne. Yes, someone could have interviewed one way or the other, calling in or something. Now, they are harassing the other cops that were out today. It had nothing to do with it. It's hard to know the good from the bad. Some are just scared to speak up. They knew that was wrong. But that's they got to speak up at this point, Taylor. There's no way that they can continue to sit there and watch this injustice. Cops going to have to police cops. Period. Police officers need to stop police, uh, policing police officers, especially on the scene like this. That, I mean, it's obvious. You got people sitting there watching. Um, just say stop, man. Just say stop. It's, it's easy. It's easy to just say stop, man. It really is. And unfortunately, all those cowards just sat there and watched. They would not say anything. That, that don't make sense to me at all. Like, how does that even work, Rajetta? How does it even work? You're literally watching a man get murdered as a bystander was stopping them from doing the same to me. It's all based on fear. And you're definitely right, man. They have definitely struck fear within the hearts of us um, to actually to, to do more than to just protest at this point. Protesting, it brings awareness, but it's not stopping the problem. Let's face it, we've been protesting for a while. Um, it's time for some action. I don't know what the action c- could be. And I'm saying go out. I'm not telling you to go out there and, you know, fight the police, uh, shoot at the police and none. I, I, I don't I wouldn't take that route because you're going to lose in that route either way. But it, it's time for action out there. Nick, the problem is the police are shorthanded. So they're just hiring people. I definitely agree with that statement. They are people that are racist and are already afraid of people. They're becoming cops because that's the only power that they have in their life. Think about it. A lot of cops you see look like they shouldn't even be cops because they look scared. And Nick, you're right. I mean, let's, let's face it. It's just, it's just what it is. A lot of these young white officers, they come in scared. Then you're going to tell them to go patrol a certain neighborhood that's supposed to be rough. And they're, they're out there scared. So there's no rationale behind it. So once they're coming in... All they know is, ooh, I see nigga, I got gun, I'ma shoot nigga. And that's basically what they're saying. It's fear. It's definitely fear. That's definitely what they're saying. Um, when they see us, they when they see us, just day-to-day activity, they already fear us. They they definitely fear us, just day-to-day activities. We just out here walking down the damn street and they fear us. Just just the color of my skin brings fear into them. I just don't I, I don't understand that, man. You, um why are you so afraid of my skin color? Somebody tell me that, man, because I I, I ain't do, I'm not doing anything. I'm just walking down the street. I'm jogging. Somebody tell me. Let me continue to read. Um. So my boy married man, white guy, white chocolate. That's what we call him. 
So when white folk, when people say white people have to step up, what we supposed to do? Mary, you on the front line. You you speak out. You speak up against. Um, I know you personally, and I know what type of person you are. You speak out. You do everything that's supposed to be done that you can't do in your power. Maybe it's time for you to go to some of your friends as higher power that can come bring up and um actually help out in this situation. That's a suggestion. Um, just use the resources that you have access to that we don't have access to. Um, you're you're privileged. Use those privileges to do that. Lynn Cobb problem also is we have to vote the KK um, judges that have taken seats. That's why they're getting off. Um, that's why I've always said, you know, local elections are very, very important. We have to put more emphasis in our local elections so we can put people in place that can put people in proper place. I uh, watching on my guy, Sam Millage. He was talking about... Um, Another situation. Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, he was talking about another situation, and he was saying here in Alabama that they appointed a judge here in in a higher office that had never presided over a case before. Like so, so now we got people who's putting people in positions that don't even need to be in there in, in those positions. That's another major problem, man. Um, we go down to Jamie, put our money into our own business, build out our community, and start waiting on the others. Definitely, Jamie. We definitely have to stop depending on them. Uh, I always try to challenge everybody. I know I just do it one day a week. We'll set out the challenge again this Friday to eat black. Support your local black restaurants. Um, um, businesses. You know, let's, we got we got to we got to get our black dollar circulating through our community, time after time after time after time before it leaves our community. Um, another thing is, you know, once we do reach a certain status and stuff, our first first mind is to leave our neighborhoods. And so, when we do leave our neighborhoods, we don't come back and support our neighborhoods. Um, we don't go back and. We don't bring a black dollar back to our neighborhoods. We don't have any grocery stores in our neighborhood. We don't have, um, we don't own convenience stores. We don't own gas stations. We don't own, we just don't own stuff in our own neighborhoods. But we also got to take care of our own neighborhoods as well. Um, who brought up black on black crime? Because we don't even want to even go, go to the black on black crime. We don't want that man. You know, crime is, is proximity. I'm around black people all the time. I'm most likely I'm something going to happen to another black person if I go out and kill somebody. Just like white on white happen, Asian on Asian happen, Latino on Latina happen. It's just, it just how it goes. Um, crime is proximity. Um. Let me keep going. Only problem with that, it was three other guns. Yeah, um, Justin, you're right now. I mean, it's a risk out there, man. It's a risk. It really is. Normal Hall coming in. White folks got to speak up to get white folks' attention. You don't hit them. You don't hit them where it hurts. 
And that's in their pocket. Stop spending money with them boycotting them with businesses. But let me ask y'all this. Um, my, bro, my big brother Jerome hit me up today and told me, hey, man, make sure tonight you bring up where we support these businesses that support police officers. Now, I don't have I don't have the list of, you know, businesses that support directly support. I seen it on um, what's the documentary by Ava? Um, golly, something 13. And um, I, I know it was a bunch of them on there, but it, it's that time to stop supporting those businesses. Hey, we have to call it call it an action, man. We have to go in and stop supporting these people. We got to support our own. Stop wanting to be belong to something that don't want you there. If you got to ask to be there, if they don't ask you to go, don't go. Stop supporting them. Don't ask to be somewhere you don't want to be, that you're not wanted. It's just hard, though, by Yvonne. It's just hard because you don't know until something happened that the cops is bad. It's very sad and something has to be done before people just start Killing the police for no reason, and that don't deserve it. Taylor, you're right. It's kind of hard. Of course, of course, we also we know that every police officer is not bad. We are aware of that. But we, I don't have time to sit there and decipher between them and trying to figure out who's good and who's bad. So I gotta play safe. I gotta protect me. I got to go home. I want to wake up tomorrow. You know, then we got Denise Pugh coming in saying, just be safe. We're trying to. We're trying to. Surely, this shouldn't be our norm. It shouldn't be our norm, but unfortunately, it is. It is now. And how do we deal with our norm? This is this is a, a, a this is problem. This is a, a a huge problem that we 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 need help from top to bottom. I wish I had some politicians that would come in and talk. I wish I could like get access to some of the politicians, to the, some of the higher ups, so they can come in and be like, "Hey, what what, what can we do as a community? What do you know?" No, 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 I'll take that back. This is what we're demanding from you, from the community. Let me, this is what we're demanding from our politicians now. That's that's the conversation we're having now. What are we, this is what we need from you. We need demanding. Um, we had a conversation earlier today about once we speak out, on things, you know, people are scared to speak out because of their jobs. Uh, you know, people, you know, risking their jobs if they speak out too much. That's uh, an unfortunate situation because because what do you do? You just sit there and don't say nothing because of you might lose your livelihood. And I'm not telling you to speak out to lose your livelihood, but that's it's a problem because what we're doing is just not saying anything. And it's causing a bigger issue now, not saying anything. We need all the awareness we can. We do, we do.
All right, let me go to Brenda real quick. I'm pissed to say the least. I have asked my white friends to speak up, and I see some of them speaking up, which is good. They need to take a stand with us. We need white politicians and leaders to walk hand in hand. I finally would risk my life and at least try to push them off the neck. This is bull. I agree. Shayla coming in. Morality should come into play before any job title. I definitely agree with that, man. What are the morals, man? Why, why white people um, just sit back and see wrong and won't speak out on wrong? And then why are what are they? Why are they scared? Not even just white people scared to speak out against wrong. And the people who supposedly punish them, why y'all want to punish them when you see the wrong? Are you scared? Scared of what? What are you scared of in this situation? Somebody got to tell me what you're scared of. I am blessed to have some very local white friends who who have no problem using their social media as a platform. They come in and receive on their posts are typically other white folks trying to justify the foolishness. You know, Sharice, um, I don't have that many white friends that I see speak out against it. So that's very fortunate. I'm glad to actually see that somebody at least are speaking out against it. I, I am. I'm, I'm, that's, that, that, that brings joy. That, at least I know that somebody out there. And since um, I read Sharice coming, I just want y'all to know my T-shirt today is made by Larkins & Company. If you want one, um, hit up Larkins & Company. Or should I say Sharice & Company? Because that's what it really is. So you see Sharice Johnson Larkins on here. Hit up for a t-shirt. I love my t-shirt, y'all. It's the best. They do good work. All right. Back to my comments. Jamie, talk to your kids no matter how hard it is. I mean, this conversation has to be had in every household. It's a conversation in every household that needs to be had, but we also need to... Have a conversation with others as well. Um, not trying to force them to, because they'll never understand. But to sit down and actually have a face to face, and I, I would like to have a face to face and see why, why, why you hated me. I especially when I've done nothing. And I, I would I would welcome that to a, a someone who's scared of my skin. I would welcome that conversation. I I, I really would. Say what up, boy. Uh, rest in peace, Joy Floyd. Thank God for cameras. I can only imagine what black people been been going through before a camera phone. Hey man, like Will Smith said, man, racism ain't just just gotten worse it's just not being recorded now and that's just the god on the truth it's just being recorded um thank god for like you said thank god for camera phones man so that you see so everybody can see exactly what's going on is everybody can see that the the injustices that's going on as we can tell like i said a couple podcasts ago man lady justice ain't blind she sees all and she sees what's going on, and she and the people in place are definitely not not stepping up. 
The people in the positions, they got to step up. Yvonne, they should be charged with murder. There's nothing to think about. The other should be charged with accessory to murder because the other should have stopped, stopped them from happening. Definitely agree with everything you just said. Can't, can't disagree with nothing you just said. Brenda, one of my white friends, said she often didn't speak up because she didn't know what to say and not because she didn't care. She said she realized she had to start speaking up because it was wrong and she didn't want her silence to be mistaken as she's con condoning this behavior. And you're right. Silence to me is, is condoning it. Just like me personally in November, when she don't, if you don't vote um, for Biden, it's a vote for Trump. And we know he's the king of hate. He's the king of racism right now in our, in our country. And I don't give a damn what you say he have done for the black community. The guy is full of hate. It's, yeah, man, definitely, Sharice, um, it's taught. You don't just wake up and say, I don't like black people. It's definitely it's taught. Uh, that's, that's a conversation in, in the Eves household. Um, it's taught. Kids pick up behavior of their parents, so they see the behavior of their parents, and it's trickled down. Cause you you have no reason to come out of your mom's womb to hate a person because of their skin color. If you just go to a playground tomorrow, you can just watch the kids, and you can watch the kids interact with each other, black and white. They don't know. I'm telling you, they don't know. Hey, friend, because black is associated with bad or ugly. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a Martin Luther King speech where um, he says that, you know, if you look in the dictionary, you know, black is always evil. It's always dark. But if you look in the dictionary, white is always pure. But he said he want to get the language right. You know, he black and he beautiful. And I could, that's like one of my favorite things from Martin Luther King that he could say, man. We, hey, we got to get the language right. I'm black and I'm beautiful. I, I love that by Martin Luther King. <sighs> Lynn called, what can white folks do to help? Hold their coins with us. Hey, definitely. Um, Nick, people always say they are good cops. Yes, they are. We know they're good cops, but we are there. Where are they? Where are they at? Who hold up? Let me put a spin on it. It's some good black men out there like me and you, and you that work every day in life. But guess what we get judged by? We get judged by what others do. So at this point, I'm judging them like they do us. If they don't step up and be good cops, it isn't what they always tell us. Stop, Step up in the community and be positive black man. What step up? Hey man, I wish I could love that. I don't know. I can't love it, Nick. That's you. You're right, man. It's time for them to step up, and that's a good point that you just brought up too. Because if you if there are good cops out there and they seeing this going on, why aren't they stepping up? You are a good cop. Step up and speak against this if you're so good. And ain't no way you can tell me that you're this good of a cop if you're not speaking up against wrong. Like you just hear the server protect. That's not protecting keep. That's not protecting me, a people of my color. If you sitting there and you constantly, constantly letting this happen, 
that's not being a good cop. That's not being a good person. My personal opinion, and I'm sure my opinion, uh, a lot of people share my opinion. Brother, this stems back from slavery systematically. Yeah, we definitely know it's systematic. Um, it's trickled down. It's been gone. Um, white folks has the whites have definitely put us in a system the way we can go only one way. It seems. Yeah, we know we have some success stories, and where we go, um, different, different. Well, we do have success stories. Well, we we can make it through, but systematically. Overall, we, we know we've been held down. Sailor, they don't understand us or our culture. Therefore, that turns into fear. Definitely. When you're afraid, you'll, you'll do anything to protect yourself, even if that includes watching something happen that's morally wrong. Why? Because your safety lies in people who look like you. Definitely. And I'm, that, that leads me to this story. And I was in the eighth grade. And it was about six of six or seven of us, me and my friends. It was out doing break time. And we was all in the huddle and we was just singing, just singing different songs, man. I mean, just different little tracks and stuff like that. They're having a good time. But just six of us just and we rocking and we singing. And I worked in the office third period immediately after break. So when I get in the the office, Sister Principal looks at me and says, Drod, what were y'all doing out there? And I looked at him and said, man, we were singing. He said, y'all need to be careful of that. And y'all need to uh, watch yourself. And I looked at him like, from singing? Like, we literally saw you standing right there behind us and all we were doing was singing. But you're afraid of a group of black people being together, holding up, having a good time, laughing and joking, because that's all we were doing. Just a story that just came to mind when you said that, of people afraid. Uh, Q, this stuff has been literally taught to them. I saw a post from a white person who told it all how they are groomed to hate black people. Definitely. It, it's, it's, they're groomed. Unfortunately, white people have learned to stick together no matter what, which is what we need to do. Justin, you're definitely right about that. This, this is definitely not a time for black people to be separate. I know we all have different methods, methods to get to our end results. But when we in these rooms and we in, you know, we're in rooms together, it's okay to argue with each other. And I get that because everybody's not going to get along. But once we get, leave out this room, we need to have a united front on how we're going to get to our end goal. Um, we have to get together. We have to stick together no matter what. Um, and do what we need to do to face this and, and face this and head, hit it head on. We can't live in fear. We can't have fear with us no more. We can't. We just we just not at in a position to have fear within within us. Seen it all day. Even black folks saying saying it. I'm like stop. I I don't. <laughs> black people, man, stop being scared, man. It's time to speak up, man. Speaking of how ago, so far the laws in place allow a system to perform as designed, which is to continue to oppress the poor and marginalize. We got to find a way to change the policy. And I don't see what else. Yeah, we definitely. Um, yeah, we, we that's why we local elections are important, James. So we can put people in pos position to 
change these policies and, and give us a better opportunity. Y'all, y'all comment y'all ass off. I just want y'all to say I'm trying my best to 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 catch up. Um Bria Moore saying right. I don't know what I said, but thank you. Uh, I said 13th Amendment. Oh, that's the name of the um, documentary. All right, let me keep going, keep going, keep going. Boom, boom. That's really key. Elected officials have to understand it. Take the meat the community needs. Um, but it's true. I'm trying to catch up, y'all. I'm sorry. Before the next election, we need to have a list of demands for our local government. Which I'm gonna talk about Monday, Jamie and everybody that's on here, man. I need all y'all back because we're gonna talk about the black vote Monday and what the black vote means and what we should do as a community to get um, the the politicians to hear us and what we need to do to basically. Get some, get just to be heard. A seat at the table, you know. But we'll talk about that Monday uh, at eight o'clock back here at the same time. All right, all right, all right girls, what's up? We need organization and unity. Can we need that bad? Kimberly, we need that bad. Once they make started making the zip out of us, when would it stop? Until then, we will continue to have these killing. Yeah, um, like these guys need we. These guys need to be charged with murder. They're not the only one. We need to definitely... Murder charge needs to be gone. And we need these guys. We don't need manslaughter. You have to sit down and say, this is murder, this is capital murder, and send these guys away. And then throw away the key. Period. Have you thought that if they don't see it as, as wrong? Yeah, um, they don't see it as wrong because they don't even think about... They don't even think about us, Quint. They don't see us as people. They see us just another another object. It, it just is what it is. That's exactly what they see us. Hit me, my bad, Ken. Once again, t-shirts. Hit up Ken Larkins. Uh, that is funny. We are not valued in their eyes. We definitely not value. They do not value our life. First comments normally, well, what did they do wrong or did they have a criminal past? Kimberly, and, and, and I'm tired of we having to just. I've never seen people get murdered and have to justify um, we have to clean up why the, the person being murdered, we have to clean up his image because the first thing, I, I put up a post about that. Hey, I just killed a black guy. Hey, fine, dig up some dirt, a pass. I even set up for an old tweet. <laughs> like, man, that's crazy, man. It's crazy. If your white friends don't advocate, speak up for you. They aren't your friends. Definitely Aussie. Um, okay, that's Justin trying to get a shirt. Possibly a book order. I need 10% of that. Mark Hall, my boy. You can't justify actions of this officer or officers, regardless of what happened previous. Can't stand what goes through those people's head. This officer doesn't represent anything I believe and I truly love, regardless of color. Say much, uh, say much I want, so much I want to say. Mark, I've been trying to get you on, man. And for some reason, I don't even have the option to bring you on right now. And I know you want to be, we've been 
I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, but hey, um, we need men to mentor boys at high school age now how to handle these situations, even though that doesn't always help the situation. Uh, Miss Patterson, you're right. It's almost like we need a class at this point. And Nick, if you're still alone, maybe that's something you can tackle with your um with your group. I'll be more than willing to come help. Just let me know. Um, but like my Justin said, the earlier, the better we can get in this, man. Because the 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 object is to to for us to get home. I know. We and we got to do uh, get home. The ingredients in that skin is that they fear. Funny how they know uh, know all about us, but we don't. Hey, Trudell, you're right about that, man. Hey, it's, it's just hilarious, man. It is hilarious. All right, uh, going coming in with 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 a guy um, with a comment with my brother AJ Nelson, man. He actually knew Floyd, um, George Floyd personally. Play high school ball with me, so it's really personal. I'm pissed, but I understand that a riot or a march will never bring him back. What crazy is when we riot, a march, police make money. We die, we riot, and race officer earn more money. We have people must demand more than a march to post pictures on more than a march to post picture on social media. I agree with that, man. Um, never really thought about the aspect of them making more money when they do that. But we definitely got to demand more. We, we have to. I'm just thinking. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, the mental health of our black men and women on the edge as it affects us white folks also just know as much. Man, we appreciate that, homie. We really do. Oh, my bad. Uh, Lawrence Stevenson. Hope I didn't miss nobody. Okay, Lawrence Stevenson. I would be interested if anyone else is to help host, facilitate, participate, initiate in conversation between white folks and black folks about this, about life, about our kids, anything, everything. Strangers getting to know, strangers who look different from them. I think it's a great place to start. We could do it virtually until things calm with this virus. Maybe after we can share a meal or conversation, I'm here. I'm showing up and I want to listen. Lauren, appreciate that. Shirley, there you go. There you go. Where you can sit down and actually talk about it. Um, because the conversation will have to be had to create less fear in maybe both communities. Um, like I said, I don't understand why there is fear. Um, you, 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 you love my culture. You listen to my music. You do everything. But I can't walk down the street. I can't run in my neighborhood. Um, Brenda, I wish I had more white people on the podcast to help explain marriage. You don't count. We need, we need to start a community project to work on understanding each other's culture. Some just don't understand. I personally take the time to help to understand my culture. In my line of work, I meet uh, ethnic background, walks from life, and I just power. I agree. Cops have to step up and speak out. There go another person. So we, we look like we can get a... um. A good little coalition here, man. That's like a mob only doing nothing more than rapping in the park and harass and tase. Yeah, I, you know what? I forgot about um, thank her name, Amy, in the park. And, you know, man, 
It's tough being black out here, boy. I tell you, boy. Nick, just know it could have been any of us. And that's that's my thing, Nick. It, it really could be any of us at any moment. Uh, Tommy DM me right after this. Oh, I I message you right after this. Um, ba ba ba. Y'all, I swear I'm trying to get to these comments, man. I sure appreciate y'all coming in. Look like we might go to overtime today, but uh, I say high school. Because everyone goes to uh, gets to the elementary school, those babies are used to seeing black men. High school boys aren't used to seeing black positive men. Nick, let's get on that, man. What can I do to help, man? Let me know. Laws need to be passed on the federal level. Yeah, um, it does, Yolanda. But let's tackle local first. Then we can get up there to the federal. Because once we get local, and you know, we, we groove them and, and, and move... Um, prepare them to um, move up. Mandy, what's up? He's qualifies for the death penalty. His actions are no different if he placed his hand around his throat and waited till he took his last breath. I don't see how any other charges should come into play. I agree, Mandy. Larkin, no. Dwele, what's up, big homie? So glad you had this platform. We got to unite. I can't be the flavor of the week. Hey, man, uh, appreciate you for listening, man. Thank you, Frilla. Thank you. If he hits the green button, he can join. But for some reason, it ain't showing. But, okay, we do we do need it. But in each neighborhood, definitely. Uh, my boy, Brandon Coffin, man, we got to start buying our own, continue building our own, and make our own table and stop trying to sit at the table. Agents don't vote, period, and could care less about to sit at the table. We try to fit in too much instead of standing out as we are supposed to. Definitely agree with you every time, every everything you just said. Um, B. Crawford, definitely everything. Sam, man, you on, man? Are you still here? Oh, I got down to the bottom. Sam, you on? Cause you know we, you, you and uh, Oliver had a good conversation last week, man. All right, I'm ready to start whatever coalition we need. So I know we got at least three people in here. Unfortunately, not up in Chicago. By the time they reach A grade, they're already setting their ways. We learn bad behavior. Catch them early. When you know better, you do better. Um, Duele, how little blacks and whites truly don't understand each other is truly amazing. I work in a corporate environment where only three of us is black. We always we have to always be on in order and not to be misunderstood. Elizabeth, what's up? Tiandra, we have to educate ourselves and vote local elections, definitely. And Q responding back to. All right, so I'm caught up. Whew. Hey, man, I appreciate that, man. We, um, sheesh. Let me look at my list. Thank you, I pretty much hit everybody, hit everything on there, man. But, you know, we're still having a conversation or whatever. Um. Yeah, we did hit everything, man. We did hit everything. All right, but that that was good, man. A lot of good information there, man. Back to Brandon Crawford, man. Group economic is more important than anything. We are not the minority anymore. That's why they are scared. Um, we still only make up thirteen percent, thirteen to fifteen percent. Uh, unfortunately, we still are minority, but we don't have to, our money don't have to be minority because our money truly, truly does fund 
um, them. And like 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 you said previous, like if we can get our own grocery stores, go back into our own communities and start building up our own communities and giving our revenue where our dollar can um, flip, that would definitely help. That's the dad first numbers. Um, well, we'll have since the 2020 come out pretty soon, but trust me, like we still, we definitely still a minority. And the last time we take it, we weren't even the largest minority, uh, unfortunately. Um, and that was me looking this week because of my podcast that I'm gonna do Monday. And uh, Quint, they need to start with an apology for slavery and knowledge their own doing. Everyone has to see it as an injustice. We can't walk together until we agree. We can't walk with them until we fix us. Um, Quint, Lars, so let's, let me let me tackle this. Definitely, I would like to see an apology one day. I don't think it would ever happen, but I would like to see an apology. Maybe that would start something and that'll help. That'll, uh, that'll help. Now, fixing us, uh, I would like to hear more about fixing us. Um, yes, we do have problems in the black community. Every community have problems. Um, we know we we have problems. We know, of course, you know, we need to sweep around our own floor. And we need to do things, sweep around our own front door, I mean, And we need to do things better um, within our own community to help. Our, our case but we can do that at the same time as them helping out our own community as well uh helping out our community too because like i say we there's no way that we could just let them ignore us while we're trying to clean up our own mess and our our um our own mess is a lot, we know, but at the same time, they have to. Well, they have to acknowledge their own doing mostly, for real. They control everything a lot about a lot. Hey, we we know that, B. I mean, that's obvious. We know, we know what they control, and stuff like. That's why it's on us to get out there and get ahead of this thing and start controlling what we can control. Um, and we can control our dollars. We we know what we can do with our own money if we spend back if we spend back in our own community, and that's what we definitely have to start doing is control what we can control. I I you know I can get up there and just say hey they lie about this how I can lie they lie about this I can come up with every conspiracy that there is, but at the end of the day I can only control what I can control and I can control me and my behavior. And I can control where my dollar go. And that's where we're going to hit them the most at. Is controlling where our dollar go. Uh, Stacy, what's up, Stacy? We can stand up. Hey, we definitely can stand up and do more, man. And clean up our own our community, too. Like I said, we, we have to do that. Um, and cleaning up our community would definitely be... Um, investing back into our own schools. And I'm going to just say this right here. You know, we... I'm just saying MPS for for instance. Um, you know, 
failing school system. Uh, we look at our local high schools and we know there's some good students in there. But we as black people have have um, tried to get our kids out of those schools. And whether it's magnet school, whether it's private school or whatever, but we take our kids out of those schools and we put them in the magnets in private school. But when we do that, that takes away from test scores that's badly needed. It takes away from attendance that's needed to help with the funding. And it takes away from a lot that each individual school, because if I can get those test scores from those magnet schools back at Jeff Davis or whatever school it may be, and those people can pass those tests or even just help out with some of the test scores, like I say, help out with attendance when you get more money or attendance by attending a school, and that would definitely help us. But once again, that would help our school system, I'm sorry. But once again, and, and I mean, you know, my, my kids don't didn't go to magnet schools and stuff like that. But but they um but to to go back and help those yeah magnet schools are, are majority black and you're right and but put those kids back into traditional schools and see those test scores go up and see what happened then for that each individual school and that's just 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 a thought of mine. Um, like I'm not knocking magnet schools, nothing like that. But if I can get that magnet student test scores over at Jeff Davis Lee Carver and, and things like that, I, I'm able to fund different programs that maybe help out with the behavior problems that you're having. And you're right. The only difference is behavior problems. And, um, so, um, oh, I, and, and I agree with you. It, it is definitely a behavior, different behaviors. Um, magnet school has their behavior problems, but it's just a difference in the, 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 it's a difference in the behavior that it is. Um, me personally, I've heard of some things at different magnet schools that I ain't just saying I'm going to sit up here and be like, oh, that school is just so much better because I've seen it. But they might not have to deal with the day-to-day problems that Jeff Davis, Lee, Carver, Lanier, Park Crossing have to deal with. But they, they, their problems still is just as bad, unfortunately. But that was just a thought, though. You know what I'm saying? Keep your kids in magnet schools and all that stuff. I'm not taking away from that at all. Trust me. Uh, if my daughters was able to get in magnet school, they'd probably be in magnet school. Well, one of them graduated from, but she went to Lee. Ended up graduating from Wetonka because her mom moved. But she's off in college and doing great uh, cheering at Alabama State, you know, HBCU. But, um... So I have no complaint. Got my youngest daughter going to um, Park Crossing next year. So we 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 hey we're gonna take it. We're gonna we're gonna go, Mandy. I have personally had to stop continuous conversation with my family, coworkers, and even strangers until people care about the things that do not affect them. It's hard for a change from white people and for them to speak out as well until it affects them personally. They have to have a heart. And care about what's happening. Most people are just selfish. And they look to other ways. Because again it's not affecting them. 
Understand how the life and other, regardless of race, doesn't affect you. One conversation a person told me, I just don't watch it or get involved because I don't know. I don't want to know. That's just perception. How do you change that mindset? The only way you can change that mindset is continuing to try to have a conversation with them. I know they don't want to listen. <clears throat> Unfortunately, they don't want to listen. But you're going to have to bring awareness. And I guess that's why... That's why we protest the way we do. That's why we post pictures of um, the Lord. Um, and, you know, they, they talk about our our the way we protest and stuff. But it's just a, a way that we bring reaction. I mean, awareness to the situation. We, we can't just sit up there and just say nothing. And now I'm bringing no kind of awareness to it. So this is definitely the way that we get, um, bring awareness to our situation um, by doing um, this type of protesting. Would you agree that our community needs to value education from a household's perspective? We can't expect a school system value our children's education without valuing it first. Hey, man, it all starts at home regardless. My bad, y'all sitting up here talking for hours. Um, everything starts at home. In that household, mom, dad, grandmama, granddad have to drill in the head the importance of education. It ain't even just just a household. It's also the community. Um. I've talked about this. I don't know if it was the last podcast and us, but I talked about this village that we have to build back up because we we know mama, sometimes mama have to work. She's a, she's a single parent. Mama have to work at times during the day. You know, just say they're on the second shift. They're working from 2 to 10. So kids, the, the kids are unsupervised a lot of times from those hours. But, you know, next door neighbors, um, auntie, whoever have to come in and step up to the plate and be that person to motivate that person. So we definitely have to, so definitely have to, to take up you know what I'm saying, take up a slack. And that's a village that we don't have anymore that we have to start, but that we're going to have to create again. Uh, I just remember I can get in trouble. I grew up in a trailer park, and I remember if I got in trouble on that side of the trailer park, before I can cross the field, getting back to my where I live, I was probably gonna get get it once, two, three, four times before I even got across the field to get it from my parents. Um, no excuses. So many black kids growing up without dads in the home. Um, that's true. Uh, I, I you know, I my kids don't live with me, but I'm there. I'm actively involved in their life, and so, um, so we. I mean, to me, that's not an excuse because we see people make it out all the time from single parents and stuff like that. Um, once again, that's part of the village. Part of the village is also school teachers, um, mentors, mentor programs and different things like that, coaches or whatever one whatever it is. Um, um hold on just a second. I got like twenty seconds before my 
my recording in. And so we're going to stay on. Don't go nowhere because we're having good conversations right now. Hey, man, thank y'all for tuning in for Pandemonium Podcast, episode 10, man. Rest in peace, Greg Lord, and rest in peace, Port Chop, man. Um, sad situation here in Montgomery, Alabama, man.